Further Purport by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati I am simply a lowly maid servant to the gopis who are absorbed in serving my Lord's lotus feet. He may embrace me, he may exploit me, or he may break my heart by not appearing before me. He is a libertine, ravishing the gopi damsels with his lusty desires. Let his will triumph. Yet, in spite of everything, he is the beloved Lord of my heart. Nothing less, nothing more. Lord Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, fully independent. Obeying his wishes is my only religion. I am not independent or so whimsical that I can recoil from this service attitude and go against his will. The Perfection of Service to Srimati Radharani In this stage of perfection, the soul is devoid of both bodily and mental material designations. He now attains Krishna's eternal playground, the transcendental realm of Vrindavan Dham. As a female assistant to the gopis, he serves Krishna in his original identity, blessed with supra-mundane spiritual senses. His singular meditation is to satisfy Krishna's desire. This, then, is the true form of unalloyed devotion or love of Godhead. The jiva must never arrogate to have inherited the unique position of an ashraya vigraha, or the eternal supportive emblem of the Lord's spiritual love. Even thinking about it will make him egoistic. The uncontaminated state of these pure jiva's existence in the spiritual world is to remain always subservient to the real ashraya vigraha, Srimati Radharani. Although the spirit soul is dear to Lord Krishna, yet both by constitution and by the Lord's desire, he is in the category of the Lord's separated energy, Jiva Tattva. Sri Shikshastaka in a nutshell. All eight shlokas of Sri Shikshastaka unequivocally assert the three principles of Sambandha, Abhideya, and Prayojana. In a general sense, the first shloka teaches the process of congregational chanting. The second, how one can realize his ineptitude to take up this chanting. The third, the procedure of chanting the holy name. The fourth, how to rid oneself of deception and detrimental mundane desires. The fifth, the jiva's original spiritual identity. The sixth, how one experiences his good fortune of coming closer to the Lord. The seventh, the mood of separation after one obtains the required spiritual elevation. And the eighth, how to obtain the highest perfection in the matter of finding one's absolute necessity or goal. Basically, all the shlokas describe the principle of abhideya, or rendering devotional service. Within that context, the first five shlokas delineate sambandhigyan, and the remaining three shlokas explain prayojana, or the ultimate goal. The first five shlokas describe sadhana bhakti, and the next two bhava bhakti. The sixth to eighth shlokas, and especially the seventh and eighth, 
deal with prema bhakti. Presenting the following shlokas, composed by Srila Viswanath Chakrabarti Thakur, to convey my feelings, I offer my obeisances to all the readers and thus end this dissertation. The Supreme Lord Krishna, son of Maharaj Nanda, and his transcendental abode are of one and the same spiritual substance and are my objects of worship. The service rendered by the gopis in Braj is paramount. Srimad Bhagavatam is the authentic and absolute substantive scripture and the basis of all spiritual thought and conclusions. Krishna Prema is the fifth goal beyond the four Vedic goals, and it is the supreme destination. This is Lord Chaitanya's opinion. This conclusion is most highly favored by us. Other opinions are neither important nor interesting to us. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama.